the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. And hello and welcome, everyone. Uh, the inaugural episode of uh, the mile rate, where we'll be able to review all of the harness racing action from the uh, Metropolitan Meeting, whether it be a Saturday night or a Friday night or any of the big races that are uh, interstate and hopefully be able to find you a winner as well. I can't do it on my own. If I'm going to get up this early on a Sunday morning, I want someone else to uh, to get up with me. And no better person to have breakfast with on a Sunday morning than Rob Orber. Hello, Rob. A very good morning to you, uh, Dan. I'm surprised how bright you are uh, so early in the morning. Uh, it's not normally your routine to get up so early, but we had a fantastic night uh, at Melton last night with the three Group 1s. And what a fantastic performance by uh, that little star, Pink Glass. Wow, she just belies everything to look at her. And uh, she's so small in stature. She, she is a cult uh, status hero. Now, I think there's everybody just loves her. Uh, you just expect that uh, she can do anything. And even with her run tonight, it was a pretty soft win, 100 metres to go. I think Maddie soaked it up, Maddie Craven soaked it up and enjoyed uh, the run to the line. She's won two group ones in a week, including the Victoria Trotters Oaks and the Bill Collins Trotters Mile. Plenty of highlights on the program, though. Um, great start to the night with Brian Gath winning. It was his first winner at Melton since November 2017. At 76 years of age, Dan, uh, I'm not sure what you and I will be doing at 76. I don't think we'll be driving horses. No. And he, or calling. And, and he just loves it. He's never... We even talked about... I don't take holidays, Rob, but I just love working my horses. I love being involved in the sport. He's been a legend of our game, and it was just a great way to start last night at Melton. And Stephen Clark, too, to put Brian on as well, and uh, it was a masterful drive. I'm Another Masterpiece showed his master class in the second. He got out to amazing odds, but there was a fair bit going on. Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars have got this horse who's on a remarkable rating to get into the races that he is in, and he sat without cover, and he ran the time, Rob. He certainly did. He looks to be a, a class horse uh, on the way up, looking at competing at some much higher level than what he competed in last night. Obviously, the disappointment of the race was a box of chocolates. There were certainly some uh, concerns uh, with the mare going into the race. Uh, prior to the race, she got very stirred up in the parade ring, went out over race, had to work very hard. She was a beaten horse a long way from home. Pulled up with cardiac arrhythmia, so she's been stood down per an ECG test and she'll have to trial again as well. She was unbeaten before tonight, so clearly there was something wrong. She dropped out far too early. Bradley Prince was tough. Michelle Phillips and Chris Finocio uh, combining to win a really good trot the third. He's a horse uh, on the way up, Branlow Prince. We've seen him this year compete uh, pretty much at a lower level. and He's just been working through the grades. That was a tough win last night. He had to sit without cover. Michelle Phillips, who's uh, one of our bright stars of our sport, uh, handled the horse beautifully. She controlled the race from the breeze. Went for home, was able to fight off all the challenges and Brownlow Prince is going to win some uh, better races than what he did last night. Kate Gath uh, won back-to-back -back races, race four and five. Majestuoso showed his class and then out to play was, well, it took a pretty good drive and a, and a daring drive at the 1,200. The decision was made at the 1,200 metres to get off the pegs. If Kate didn't go then, it could have been in strife. Majestuoso was just simply too good. The race turned out perfectly for him. The speed that Trotter has is uh, astronomical. He's just got uh, this turn of speed, 
probably faster than most trotters going around uh, at the highest level. The best part about it, he's becoming a much more controlled horse to drive. And we saw last night when Kate made her move, she was able to get a three-wide trail into the race. She worked up to the home turn. And once she asked and pushed the button, Majestuoso just ran over the top of him, came away for a very easy win. He's got a very bright future. They've obviously got some you know, great... Uh, aspirations to get this horse at the Group 1 level uh, come our Summer of Glory Carnival. I think he's right up there with them and uh, I think the big talk from last night was they're going to try to get him back into the draw. That's something that both Kate and Andy have been talking about. He's been out of the draw giving some good horses head starts and for him to take that next level he's got to get back into the draw. And out to play we saw him in a different role last week but he was incredibly impressive on the quick back up. Different style of a win tonight but in the end he sort had to tough out the last 50. He looked like he could have been in strife, but he, he fought it out really well. I think that was the most impressive performance of out to play. Uh, as you mentioned, he had to tough it out. What we've seen of him in the past where he's been held up, driven with a sit, and just that great turn of speed. Last night, he had to get used up. There was some different manoeuvring happening throughout the race as Kate had to come off the pegs. She probably had to come out a little bit earlier than she wanted to. I was expecting him to let down and go whooshko. He couldn't do that. He had to tough it out. And that's a sign of a horse that's starting to work up his grade, into the grades at a high level. I think he's ready to take the next transition. He's a horse that's got a great future into the sport. Feature race on the card, Rob, was the Tab Victoria Trotters Oaks. I think most of us thought, well, if Pink Galas can beat the absolute best, she's got to beat her own sex uh, tonight. And that was the case. Maybe not quite the way most had anticipated. She had little trouble getting to the front, but got taken on uh, by uh, Matt's cousin of all people, Jason Lee on I'm Ready Jet, but it really put some spice into the race. And that middle section, the 1,200 of the 400, was run at a really good clip. In the end, class one out. Oh, she's just a superstar. I love her. Yeah, I know. You're a big fan of her. And why wouldn't you be, Dan? Uh, she's uh, pretty much the pin-up girl of uh, anyone that loves a trotting gait. Uh, it was a great race. Uh, as you mentioned, there's no uh, love lost uh, when it comes to blood relatives when you're out on the track. Uh, they're all out there to do their best. Jason Lee decided to really test uh, his cousin with... Uh, Pink Galaz uh, put some spice into the race. He was able to get across Pink Galaz, which all of a sudden then started to, you know, I suppose raise some concerns whether Pink Galaz could still finish off. They went a very quick second and third quarters in that race. Matt Craven also trained the second place getter, Queen of Crime, who's a, a pacing bred uh, trotter uh, by sports rider out of uh, Crime of Passion, which was bred to be a pacer but turned out to be a trotter. Terrific runner at seconds, uh, you know, finishing second in the Victoria Trotters Oaks. Uh, the Coniglio family would be absolutely stoked with that. What about the performance of Illawong Stardust for uh, Jodie Quinlan? Uh, missed the start, gave him, what, at least 50 metres, Dan, and for her to get up and run fourth in the race was an amazing performance. It was. It was some fantastic performances in that. Uh, Pink is obviously the one that stood out. She's such a professional. Tailored Elegance pulled up with cardiac arrhythmia. So Chris Alford had three drives tonight that all pulled up with issues. Pirate Bay was another one as well that didn't pace right, and even Chris had mentioned earlier on in the card that something wasn't quite right. Um, but this was all about Pink Galaz, the Tab Victoria Trotters Oaks.
On the outside was Queen of Crime. In the straight, though, it's I'm Ready Jet in front. Pink Alars goes back to the inside. Queen of Crime runs on, but Pink Alars, she's doing it easy. This little girl, a little star, she's got cult status. Group one's two weeks in a row and does it easily. It's a brilliant win to Pink Alars. What a run from Queen of Crime second. I'm Ready Jet third. Still so proud of her. Um, you know, uh, they they made her earn it tonight. Jace, uh, you know, with a 1,200 to go, tested us out and um, he was able to just beat her for a little bit of speed. But to her credit, um, you know, she travelled just really kind on his back and um, it was just a, a matter of, you know, getting to the sprint lane without doing anything wrong and... And, and making sure I didn't punch his wheel on the way past or anything like that. But, um, yeah, it definitely, you know, it wasn't easy. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I probably was so emotional last week. This week's a bit, uh, a little bit different, I guess. But this was the, this was the end goal. And um, we reset now and, 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 and set some more. But... The mile rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Well, last week the emotion was there. The emotion was still there this week. And, and on top of that, he, he trained the Group 1 Quinella, Rob. But I think it's so refreshing to see. He wears his heart on his sleeve. But it's typical of the harness racing participants and the industry. They are so passionate, so, so passionate about what they love. And uh, Matty's just got probably the star he's been waiting all of his training career to find. Well, Matt's a young young person trying to establish a career into the sport. And, you know, let's make no secret that the financial rewards uh, are not there the same way that they present themselves at the thoroughbreds. And people like Matt Craven, who's a young person trying to make, uh, you know, his career as a trainer and driver, he needs to get these type of results. And like most participants, they push themselves to the limits. They start very early in the morning. They finish very late at night. They travel all over the state. And the success of Pink Galaz and the success of him training the Quinella in the Victoria Trotters Oaks is a reward for his dedication and his efforts. He's got a terrific uh, future. He's got great communication with his owners. And uh, well done. It was a, a great story. And as you could see, how emotional he was still even last night with the interview on Trot's Vision. Illawong Stardust, can she test Pink Galaz when she does it all right throughout? I've no doubt about that. I sort of even alluded that last night. I thought if Illawong Stardust was able to bring her A-game manners to the race, she would be able to test Pink Galaz. Unfortunately, like she did first up, she missed away by 50. She was able to overcome that victory. Don't forget, she raced against Queen of Crime and, and gave it a start when, it, uh, when she got up and beat it at um, Cranbert at its previous start. And last night... Queen of Crime finished second behind Pink Galar. So I've no doubt Illawong Stardust could be equally as good as Pink Galar's, but she needs to get her manners right. Mile rate there of 159.2. Another feature for the girls, it was the Make Mine Cullen, sponsored by Ben Studd over the short trip. They ran along at a good clip. The mile rate ended up at 152.5. And, well, our Princess Tiffany came from last in the run, was the widest on the home turn, 
If they couldn't beat her tonight, how are they going to beat her when they get over the longer trips, Rob? Well, I think the scary part, we caught up with Dean Braun uh, before the race on Trot's Vision last night. And Dean obviously felt the horse was very well presented to, to perform well last night. However, he was very mindful the barrier draw to short distance would probably play against our Princess Tiffany. And he did say, whatever she does tonight, she'll just keep improving over the next few weeks in the major feature mares races, with the main aim obviously being the Queen of Pacific. Well, last night, the tempo was OK at the start of the race. Kualoa found the lead. She looked to be a beaten horse a long way from home. And then you start to have a look through the field. Who are going to be the potential winners or fighting out the finish? I looked at Majita. She seemed to be travelling well. She was brave last night. But I looked at our Princess Tiffany at about the 400 metre mark. And Chris Alford, he just had a triple grip on our Princess Tiffany. And you knew at the top of the home straight, she was the winner. The scary part is, how are they going to beat her over the next few weeks? Yeah, I'm not sure that they can. This is the way she did it. In 152.5 in the Ben Stud, make mine Cullen. Marjita, Marjita hit the lever they're starting to fan down the outside Rock and Roll Chapel, our Princess Tiffany from last, our Princess Tiffany class comes to the top and our Princess Tiffany wins, what a brilliant performance that was, our Princess Tiffany and she'll get better on that run as well second Marjita who was very brave Jeez, she came quick <clears throat> Yeah Rob, it was um, you know, quite um surprising how well she did it you know coming from so far back and the time for the first lap was was solid without being crazy and um there was some really good mares up front and i thought we're in a bit of bother here you know what it's like coming wide but um when they sprinted up again down the back she really grabbed the bit and traveled well and she was nearly pushing mick's hat off around the bend she was going that well She's won over $800,000 for no reason other than being a top, top mm. horse. And looking at that over the next few weeks, and having spoken to Dean before the race, he felt whatever she did tonight, there's more to come. Yeah, well, that was the thing. She'd um, had a few runs in New Zealand, then missed a couple um, at Auckland before she came because she drew bad. And uh, she had a quiet trial, I think, last week. So, yeah, she um, should go ahead in leaps and bounds, hopefully. Chris didn't have the best of nights until that point, but he turned it around because he went back-to-back. -back. I cast no shadows terrific. Hasn't he got a good turn of foot? He's a sit sprinter, probably had the right draw for it, but, wow, he was dominant, I thought, over the last 100. He was very good, Dan. Uh, he's put the riding on the wall with some really good performances leading up to last night. He drew barrier one. It was going to be a case of what happens at the start. He didn't have the early speed to hold out four big men, but always travelled well throughout the run. And when Chris asked him to extend in the home straight, he just finished home far too strong. The eye-catching run was Lewis Sedgwick, a horse that we'd sort of been talking about him uh, the previous week, and I thought he disappointed uh, with the run he had. But last night, he was terrific. It was an eye-catching performance, and he savaged the line. We had some Group 1 racing for the young trotters, and wow, we saw some terrific young trotters. The depth in the pacing and the trotting ranks for the two-year-olds is as good as I've seen. Uh, the Colts and Geldings final went to Kiang Ninja, got crossed at the start, showed a terrific turn of foot to come through. There wasn't a lot between the first four. Illawong Barmer, who was brilliant out of the gate, 
uh, Utopia, who sat without cover, and Elderberry and Zeus. They might all take their turns winning, but they're all very good. I think you're right, Dan. I think they will take their turns. I think Barrier Draw is going to play a really big part, but a great story for Paddy Lee, uh, the whole Lee family down at Tarang. Uh, it's just a, a great family unit. The results that they're achieving uh, amongst the team of horses, whether it's trotters, paces, it's been outstanding. And Paddy, who's only had his trainer's licence for a few years now, uh, he was uh, very hopeful that uh, Kiang Ninja could stand up to uh, last night's uh, challenge and uh, did it in fine style and another great performance by uh, the horse. And look, certainly the horse will be a major player come Breeders' Crown Vic Bread time. Terrific story coming out of the Phillies division. She's a pleasure. Was a maiden going in tonight after eight starts. Her trainer, Dennis Payton, hadn't won a city race since 1985. So he wins a group one and his filly is not a maiden anymore. It's a great story. Well, and from time to time, you, you come across these type of stories, Dan. But for Dennis uh, last night, uh, that would have been a, a dream come true. She put the writing on the wall at a few of her starts to sh and it virtually she displayed that she's got above average ability. Unfortunately, her manners had let her down. Uh, Karen Manning took the reins last night. Uh, you couldn't ask for uh, a better driver uh, than a world-class uh, champion like Karen. She handled the horse beautifully. There was so much tempo on for that first 200 metres. The two favourites really went hard at the start of the race. And once they backed the tempo, Karen was quickly... Uh, Around them, three wide into the breeze. She controlled it, and she's a pleasure. Ran away for a very impressive win. It was a great effort. And the last of the night, it was Shubi Do talking about speed from the sprint lane to about 50 metres after the sprint lane opened up. It's charged from three back the inside to having the race shot to pieces. Amanda Turnbull. It was one of those races where I think most, uh, when you looked at that race, uh, there could have potentially been, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, 10 winners out of uh, the, the horses that competed, depending how that race was going to be run. When they turned for home, they were right across the track. Shuby Doo, who's got a terrific turn of speed, was three back the inside. Uh, Amanda Turnbull uh, went for that sprint lane run, and once she let uh, Shuby Do down, uh, he just had too much speed for him, and it was uh, a reward for Amanda. She'd been there all night, uh, had a bit of a tough night uh, with some of her drives as well, but she finished off uh, on a winning note, which was great to see. Look, the run of the night, it's hard to go past both Pink Galaz and our Princess Tiffany, so I'm going for a tie there, but certainly uh, the girls have it tonight. She's a pleasure. Uh, another one of the, the top young uh, fillies, too, to get over the line as well. Um, what about a horse to follow, uh, Rob? I certainly think from the first race uh, last night, uh, good deal. Uh, hey, Emily, uh, one from Keith Cochin's stable, came down from uh, New South Wales, was first up uh, last night. I think she's going to be a mare that will be winning some mares races here in town. I thought her performance first up last night was very good, and I'll be happy to follow her over the next few weeks. And I think one of yours, I'm surprised you didn't say it, Ismok put the riding on the wall. You're not going to get 50s next start. Well, I was hoping no one would see that, Dan, but uh, now that you've alluded to, I've been waiting for Ismok for quite a few weeks. Uh, he went missing there for about six weeks, but once he gets into a standing start race, uh, somewhere uh, in the regional uh, Victoria, and he's uh, drawn to be up near the lead, he will be winning. Next week we race on a Friday night, Rob. It's going to be a super card. There's over $250,000 in prize money up for grabs for the night. Bold David free-for-all for the Pacers. The True Roman Trotters free-for-all. Argent three-year-old Phillies Classic. The Angelique Club pays for the Mares. And the two divisions of the Tatlow with $50,000 each. So that's Friday night. Look, Harness Racing uh, will have a smorgasbord of great racing.
thing coming up, Dan, over the next few months. I mean, the change of the calendar dates has certainly set up a very busy time for all of us. So I think it's going to be uh, a rolling uh, stoppages of great racing coming up. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a big program, and especially with the Mayor's Classics coming up over the next few weeks. And the Queen of Pacific, always one of the favourites of mine. Okay, we uh, reflect back on last night's program, whether you won or whether you come out with a loss, you want to chase your funds or you want to build on what you've uh, got from last night. You're at Cranbourne today, Cranbourne Harness. Have you got a a winner for us there? Well, I'm calling there today. Uh, I'm hoping in the last race, Dan, uh, hopefully not too many people are up too early listening to this, but I do have my horse in the last, good guy Mac, and he's been bursting to win, and it does look the right race for him. Mick Bellman uh, driving, so... If I sound like I'm getting a little bit excited the last 100 metres because good guy Max surges to the lead, you probably know why. Rob, thanks for joining us. Look forward to making it a regular date uh, about 7.30 every Sunday morning, the mile rate. Thanks. Thanks.